Happy Monday, everybody. My name is Brandon Rosa, and welcome to episode 156 of the Xbox and 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. Every Monday, this podcast covers new game releases, the previous week's gaming news, and we all are in an Xbox-related fun fact together. This show is on YouTube and podcast services around the world, so please subscribe in your favorite and leave a review. Xboxin10.com, no numbers, is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations and social media profiles, which you can follow at Xboxin10. To start, let's talk game releases. The big games out last week were DLC, or Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl Universe Pack, and Vampire the Masquerade Swan Song. The games coming out this week include Injection Pi 23 Ars Regia, Floppy Knights, Zombo Buster Advance, Amazing Superhero Squad, Roller Champions, Blow and Fly, Sniper Elite 5, Moolander, Arcade Spirits The New Challengers, Remote Life, Cow the Kangaroo, My Little Pony A Maritime Bay Adventure, and Pac-Man Museum Plus. Plenty of games have been announced coming to Xbox Game Pass in May, and they include the following. These you can play now. Her Story on PC, Jurassic World 2 Evolution on Cloud Console and PC, Little Witch in the Woods Game Preview on Console and PC, Umarangi Generation Special Edition on Cloud Console and PC, Skate on Cloud, Farming Simulator 22 on Cloud Console and PC, Vampire Survivors on PC, on May 24th you can play Floppy Nights on Cloud Console and PC, Hard Space Shipbreaker on PC, then on May 26th you can play Sniper Elite 5 on Console and PC, and May 27th Cricket 22 on PC and Pac-Man Museum Plus on Cloud Console and PC. Now onto last week's biggest news stories and we have 7 to cover this week. Number 1. Xbox sales leapfrog PlayStation in Japan for the first time in 8 years. Jez Corden at Windows Central writes, Here's something you might not have expected. Famitsu via GVGC is reporting that Xbox Series S sales are more than double that of the PlayStation 5 in Japan for the past week, giving Xbox a weekly sales lead they haven't seen for the better part of a decade. Famitsu tracks and monitors the Japanese video game market, regularly posting sales data for both games and consoles. The outlet pegged Xbox Series X sales at 6,120 consoles, when compared to the combined PS5 and PS5 digital sales at 2,693 consoles. However, like VGC noted, this merely represents fluctuating stock levels. Indeed, the Xbox Series X sold only 105 units during the same period, with the Xbox Series S selling literally thousands more. The Nintendo Switch by far and away remains the dominant force, however, selling a massive 65,322 units in the past week alone. The total Japanese sales picture for new-gen consoles pegs PlayStation 5 combined units at 1.6 million, compared to the Xbox Series X and S total at 204,000. The Xbox platform has a mountain to climb before taking on the PS5 in real terms, but the fact that it has already outsold the Xbox One's entire lifetime sales in just a year leads promise to the growth of Xbox in one of gaming's most historic and important regions. What a crazy statistic. It took 8 years for Xbox sales to leapfrog PlayStation in Japan in weak sales? That's crazy. And clearly, because of the stock shortages by PS5, Series S is readily available in the market. It doesn't seem that hard to acquire one, while Xbox Series X still is. But this is good news for Xbox in a market they have not been able to succeed in in the entirety of the Xbox platform. Number 2. Activision Blizzard Acquisition Moving Fast, says Microsoft President. Sean Carey at True Achievements writes, Despite various ongoing probes and investigations by the FTC and other authorities, Microsoft's $68.7 billion acquisition of Activision Blizzard is, quote, moving fast, end quote, according to Microsoft President Brad Smith. Microsoft's acquisition of Activision Blizzard was announced in January and was said at the time that the deal was expected to be finalized before the end of Microsoft's 2023 financial year. Since then, we've heard of the FTC launching an antitrust investigation into the takeover to see if it would give Microsoft an unfair advantage and harm competition in the market. 
Now speaking with Belgian outlet Echo via VGC, Microsoft President Brad Smith has explained that Microsoft has received requests for information on the deal from European and UK regulators and that the acquisition is moving relatively quickly. Quote, cool, it's moving fast, at least fast enough for an acquisition of this size. We have received requests for information on the subject here in Brussels, but also in London and Washington. We answer questions, we give briefings, and we provide the information requested. One of our attorneys summed it up nicely by saying, We're coming to the end of the beginning, and now we're entering the beginning of the middle. It's a long process, and we're still at the stage where we're answering questions for us. Of course, the sooner it is done, the better, but we will respect the process, and quote, Smith said. Once the deal is approved, Microsoft has plans to bring many Activision Blizzard games that is it can to Xbox Game Pass and PC Game Pass. Well, this is good to hear. Obviously, he's not going to say if there's bad news, but a lot of people over the last couple of months have really been questioning if this deal is going to go through or not, and it seems more and more every day the deal will move through and we will have Activision Blizzard under the Microsoft and Xbox wing, and we will get those games on Game Pass, which is very exciting. Number three, Fall Guys is going free to play. Michael McWhorter at Polygon writes, Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout, the bean-based battle royale game that launched in 2020 is going to free to play in June, developer Mediatonic announced Monday. Fall Guys will also make its long-awaited debut on new platforms, including the Nintendo Switch and Xbox consoles and on the Epic Game Store. All versions of the game Nintendo Switch, PS4, PS5, Windows PC, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X and S will support cross-play and cross-progression using Mediatonic owner Epic Games' online services. Fall Guys was originally expected to hit Switch and Xbox in the summer of 2021, but those versions were delayed so Mediatonic could add cross-play features. Fall Guys' transition to free-to-play model will coincide with a new season, titled Free For All, this will feature new challenges and rewards, new events and locations, quote, major updates to the game's progression systems, and quote, and new in-game currency, Showbucks. Players can purchase Fall Guys Season Pass with Showbucks, but there will also be a free progression track. Existing players, folks who paid for Fall Guys, will get free cosmetics and Legacy Pack Bundle, and the free-for-all season pass for investing early in Fall Guys. Fall Guys free-to-play launch and new console versions of the game will arrive on June 21st. I cannot wait for this game. I loved it on PC. I got it as part of PlayStation Plus. I could not wait to play this game with my friends on Xbox. This was a game that I also got some of my non-gaming family into, and it's so much easier for me and my Xbox household to play this. We can all play now on cross-play with different consoles, so this is very exciting. Number four, Battlefield 2042 removes 128 player breakthrough multiplayer on PS5, Xbox Series, and PC. George Yang at IGN writes, EA announced that it would be removing Battlefield 2042's 128 breakthrough multiplayer mode on PS5, Xbox Series, X and S, and PC, and will stick with the 64-player count version. This change will be reflected in Update 4.1 when it releases on May 19th. Quote, when reviewing the available experiences in all-out warfare, we have felt that the 128-player modes are better suited for Conquest, where gameplay spaces are larger, and where you have a more natural fit for sandbox gameplay, end quote, said EA on its website. EA notes that the player count was reduced as it felt like each individual player's contributions were reduced to the sheer intensity and chaos during combat that come with having 128 players on one map. I don't want to talk too more deeply on this. Battlefield 2042. If you go back to the older shows, I was so excited for this game to hit. And what an absolute flop and disappointment this was. I haven't had an experience quite like that since the original Division, which the gameplay just did not click with me. Them going from 128 players, which is their big selling point, down to 64, is disappointing for the one mode. And I don't think it's too conspiratorial to suggest that they're doing this because they just can't get the player counts on the game. Number 5. Ubisoft Plus still planned for Xbox Series despite PS Plus partnership. Tom West at Drew Achievements writes, Ubisoft has announced that it will be launching Ubisoft Plus Classics for PlayStation Plus subscribers, but fear not, because the full Ubisoft Plus subscription service will be coming to Xbox in the future, but probably not Xbox Game Pass. 
Today news that a subservice from Ubisoft, Ubisoft Plus Classics, will be available to subscribers on PS5 and PS4 with a PlayStation Plus Premium or Extra subscription almost certainly shoots down any rumors that the service will be coming to Xbox Game Pass. It is worth noting though that seeing the likes of Rainbow Six Extraction, For Honor, Assassin's Creed's Origins, and more coming to Game Pass still casts a positive light for players on Xbox and reignites our hope that Ubisoft games will make their way to the service in the future. The full Ubisoft Plus service offers currently 100 titles to PC, Stadia, and Amazon Luna users and will still be making its way to Xbox and PlayStation consoles in the future as a separate subscription service. Players that subscribe to the service gain access to all of Ubisoft's new releases on day one, including the premium editions, which include the game's DLC content. Given this was the big news this past week with the PlayStation Plus announcement, I did want to highlight the good news that Ubisoft is still planning it for Xbox, just in a different version and maybe not the classics. Number 6, The Witcher 3 next-gen version set for Q4 2022 release. Matt Purcell at IGN writes, CD Projekt Red has announced that the PS5 and Xbox Series X versions of The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt are planned for a release at the end of this year. In a Twitter post celebrating the 7th anniversary of The Witcher 3, the official Witcher account said, quote, We're delighted to share that the next-gen version of The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt is planned to release in Q4 of 2022, end quote. Last month, CDPR had to assure fans that the next-gen version of The Witcher 3 was, quote, not in development hell, end quote, after the developer delayed the upgraded version of the celebrated RPG indefinitely. The enhanced version, which will be released as a free update for owners of the existing PC, PS4, and Xbox One versions of the game, will visually and technically boost the RPG for those playing on PS5, Series X, and S, and beefier PCs. It was originally planned to release late 2021, but has faced delays on the journey to launch. Well, I know a lot of people were looking forward to this, so we have a time window for it, but obviously with release dates in the game edition anymore, we just can't trust them. But this is a free update, so there isn't too much to complain about. And number 7, Custom Dynamic Backgrounds Coming to Xbox, Report. Tom West at True Achievements writes, Xbox Dynamic Backgrounds might be bolstered with an editor in the feature, according to a recent leak, which could see the currently sparse selection of images joined by user-created content. The news was reported by Windows Central over the weekend and comes from the Microsoft leaker, Agernamenti Lumia, who has a pretty decent track record for being a reliable source for Surface Windows and Xbox Insider information. According to the leak, the mysterious Xbox app titled Unnamed Project that Lumia posted about in March is actually an Xbox Dynamic Backgrounds editor. As is the nature of any leak, this should be taken with a hefty pinch of salt, even more so with this particular story. This could be for a multitude of different uses, such as user-created content, a program designed for first-party and third-party firms to build their own backgrounds, or even a prototype program that may eventually land on the scrap heap. No matter what it's for though, it looks like it offers the user a way to animate images with up to 8 concurrent effects, as well as featuring a host of tools for creating Windows and Xbox content. While the dynamic backgrounds for Xbox Series X and S consoles are certainly a nice addition, the rollout of fresh images has been light to say the least. By offering a program for players or license holders to create their own backgrounds, Microsoft could effectively build a vast library of images across Xbox and Windows PC without having to spend its own time and resources. I wanted to highlight that for its last part. I really like the dynamic backgrounds on Xbox, but there's just so little out there. Seeing what this could look like via the leak has me pretty excited. As always, we end our show with a fun fact about Xbox, so with the Activision news progressing fast, let's just do a quick rundown of all the games that are active in development from Activision Blizzard. We have Diablo Immortal, the free-to-play Diablo spin-off coming to mobile and PC on June 2nd, World of Warcraft Classic Wrath of the Lich King expansion, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 coming later this year, Call of Duty Warzone 2, still unknown when that is coming out, but the rumor suggests this year, Diablo 4 coming to all consoles likely, but not officially announced, Overwatch 2, which still does not have a firm release date, although it is in beta right now, World of Warcraft Dragonflight, the next major expansion in the long-running MMORPG, 
And lastly, the new Blizzard survival game that was earlier revealed in 2022 as part of a recruitment effort by them. So I wanted to give a quick rundown as is exciting because if this Activision Blizzard deal goes through and Xbox purchases and acquires them, we will be getting all these games to Game Pass in one form or another. Thank you all for listening to the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. If you like the show, please subscribe to your favorite podcast service, share with your friends, leave a review, and follow on all social media at Xbox in 10. This past week, I finally, with my Star Wars kick continuing, finished LEGO Star Wars The Skywalker Saga. It's good fun. It's not amazing. I just loved going back through the movies, the jokes that they had, but it was kind of pretty mindless. I enjoyed listening to a podcast while I played through the game. So as I continue my Star Wars adventure, I have restarted Jedi Fallen Order, and I'm hoping to try and knock that out before Obi-Wan releases this week. My name is Brandon Rosie. You can follow me on Xbox at Bros93. Hope you all have a great week. Stay safe and keep on gaming.